Coming up, you'll discover the ASO strategies that today's guest used to grow his downloads from five downloads a day to now over 800 downloads a day. Also, listen to the part of the show where he shares the LinkedIn hack he used for an Apple feature and how implementing an in-app purchase bundle doubled his sales. All that and so much more. The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Do you know how well your mobile ads are performing? Well, let Adjust unify all your marketing activities into one powerful platform and give you the insights that you need to scale your app business. Check them out at adjust.com slash app masters. Want to scale your ASO and Apple search ads? Well, check out appradar.com. Their clients include Tinder, Microsoft, iTranslate, and many more. Learn more at appradar.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of appmasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. Today, I've got, I got a phenomenal guest. He's been able to grow his business using ASO and with really no money to start. So we're going to learn all about how he's been able to grow his kids' app business. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Altai Zainalov, and he is the founder, ASO specialist at Divio Media, and you can check it out. It is DivioMedia.com will be linked up in the show notes. And also, their app is called Little Stories Bedtime Books. Altai, welcome to the show. Hi, Steve. Thank you for having me. I'm so, glad to be here. I'm excited to have you, man. The, in the beginning, you had no money to grow this company. How, what did you focus on and how did you manage to grow this? Actually, I have to be a bit more fair here because... My dad helped me a bit, so he invested a little, little money. So because uh, what's a little like a hundred bucks? Uh, no, 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 not 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 so little. <laughs> I mean, a uh, uh, few thousand dollars. But uh, what am I talking about? We have uh, books in the in our app, and all those books are uh, have a lot of illustrations. So this costs a lot. Yeah. So I asked my dad to invest some money because uh, the problem is uh, when you start your app business, you need to gain downloads. And if you don't know how to get these downloads through paid campaigns, you you get nothing. Mostly we got about five or 10 downloads per day without ASO. So that's why I decided to learn ASO because I found if you don't have downloads, your business won't, won't survive. Yeah. So uh, let me give the, let me paint the picture too for the audience and your app, like phenomenal downloads, 4.6 rating in the app store with over 7,000 on close to almost 8,000 ratings. So really phenomenal job. And so the designs I can tell like so well done. So you're going to have to spend a little bit of money of design. So how did you, what were the first few tips on ASO? You launched the app, got five or 10 downloads a day. What would you start doing? What'd you start tweaking? Well, uh, my main, um, the main mistake uh, was that I, I thought that if you just uh, write some random keywords, it might help. Right. So I was like a usual uh, developer. <laughs> uh, but then I found some articles, your articles as well, 
uh, I think you didn't post videos then, so uh, yes, articles and some ebooks. So I just started the learning ASO by myself, and I found that uh, I need to pick keywords wisely. And when I did that, I found a boost, but for about 50 downloads nice. per day. So yeah, we increased from 10 to 50 on the next day after ASO. But on the after this day, we got our very first feature in, in Russian App Store. So we got about 1,000 downloads per day. So that was really hard to measure my ASO impact because we got the featuring. But then uh, I noticed that uh, downloads uh, became lower, but not low as they were before. So it means that ASO worked. And uh, day by day, um, my ASO uh, became better. And now we have about 800 downloads per day. But recently we, have, we had 1,000. Uh, something is wrong with Apple. I don't know what, what exactly. But for some reason, our, uh, our downloads decreased for a few hundred downloads. That's amazing, man. Congrats. I mean, what really helped from... There's a couple of things I want to unpack here. So... What helped from going to 50 downloads a day all the way to 800? Is this just constant iteration? What were you doing to help grow that? Is it localization? Give me some tips, man. Um, yeah, yes, it's localization as well. But uh, I need to point out that we had only two languages at the beginning. Uh, they were Russian and English. So I made... English ASO and I made Russian ASO and it helped to get downloads in both in both stores. Then I found from you this Mexican Spanish localization tip and app store and this helped me as well. Then we added German language, but uh, actually it didn't uh, give us a lot. We're getting about 50 downloads from Germany and I'm trying to uh, to break this wall, but I don't know how. It's like I'm doing everything what I can, but I just I just can't. I don't know. It's I don't know why, but this is the limit for me in Germany. <laughs> so uh, if I if I had to summarize, it's about doing keyword research, utilizing all the different localizations, including the Spanish Mexico localization for the U.S. App Store, and then like really just kind of figuring out, okay, what's the right keywords for me, and then optimizing for those keywords. Yeah. Yes, and then you go to some ASO tool and uh, check your keyword uh, rankings, positions, and you see if some keywords are not working for you, like you have, uh, I don't know, 13th position uh, or even uh, lower, you just change those keywords and you do it constantly. Yeah. Not every day, but maybe in one or two months. And but what is also important is your app quality. Because uh, we have about 20 or 30 percentage of downloads are coming from featurings. We have a lot of bunch of different featurings in even in the old app store for iOS 10. We have featurings there. We have featurings in some countries in some uh, collections. So basically, we have uh, unlimited featuring. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, man. So I do want to get into how you've been able to get it featured, but is there an ASO, like your process, if it's, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think like, when should I remove a keyword? So should it be when it's 
you know, outside the top 10, outside the top 15, when you're rotating that all time, what are you kind of figuring out? Like, well, if I'm not in the top 10, I might as well just try a different keyword. What's your like sort of bar for like where you have to be with the keyword before mm. you remove it? Well, usually if I see that my keyword is in, in top 20 or top uh, 15, I think it is totally fine. Not totally, but it's fine. Yeah. But when it's lower than uh, 20, uh, 25, I'm thinking about removing it uh, with another keyword. But it also depends uh, if it is a branded keyword. Mm. For I can say a little hack, but I know how to get good rankings for YouTube in Russia <laughs> because they type YouTube uh, not in, with English letters, but with Russian letters. Mm. So it's different uh, searching uh, results. So if I rank in, uh, for example, intense position for a branded keyword, it's also bad for me because you need to be, I think, in top two or top three because uh, people are not searching for your app for sure. Yeah, now that's a good point because if it's branded, you obviously want to be higher. But if it's a gener generic term, then, you know, top 15. That's sort of like yeah. where I'm at too. I'm like, well, it's a general term. So, and I'm 15. That means there is opportunity. Like if something hits like an Apple feature, I can easily get that ranked up to like 10 and you never know what's going to happen. So I kind of just leave it too. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I also want to point out another another thing that you, you can rank bad for iPhone, but you can rank good for iPad. And you need to figure out how much traffic iPad store has. Because in some cases, if you have, for example, 15th position on iPhone and first position on iPad, it doesn't mean that you, you really have some organic downloads because it means that it, it possibly might, it might be that on iPad App Store, there is no traffic at all. Yeah. It's hard to me measure, but I know that uh, some ASO tools, they track this um, uh, App Store search priority score mm -hmm. and uh, they can tell if this uh, uh, iPad keyword uh, have big priority or low priority and depends depend on that I can make a decision to leave this keyword or remove it completely even if I uh, on the first place yeah that's a good point what did you do to get that Apple feature uh, actually uh, if uh, if we're talking about my very first feature, I didn't do anything. We just made a high quality app, and we just wanted to get this feature. In, and uh, <laughs> our illustrator said that her hands were shaking when she found <laughs> that our app is featured. Uh, for the first feature, yes, uh, we didn't do anything. But for the next features, one. Uh, especially when the Apple added is a promotional page for mm -hmm. featuring. Uh, it helped us. And I also used your tip <laughs> from your uh, ebook, how to get featuring or something like that. Don't uh, remember the name. So I uh, tried to find the editor in LinkedIn.com. And I found one and she uh, replied to me. And then she sent me to email what should I uh, feel? So I got this form. Mm -hmm. And then we got another feature in a few weeks, I guess. 
Nice. What did you, where was the editor? In Russia? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I find it, it's almost easier if the developer is not in the U.S. because I find it's easier to connect with non-U.S. app store managers and editors than it is the U.S. ones. I mean, like my international clients, we typically go to like Australia, Russia, mm-hmm. like India, where like the whatever country they're in, we try to find an app store manager in there. And that's actually a little bit easier than finding the U.S. one. Well, it's not, not about finding, but like contacting them and getting a response, actually. Yes, yeah. And as I know, those uh, local editors, they have contact with main editors and yes. they can show your app to main editors so you can get this feature in, in U.S., Thank you for yeah. saying that, Altai, because I tell my clients all that all the time. I'm like, don't worry. It will get <laughs> flown up. Like, they're always like, but what about the U.S.? I'm like, dude, don't worry. Like, it will come up. Like, they all talk to each other. So don't worry so much about that. The, the one thing I want to talk about, too, is, you know, the one strategy that is working for you today, you said, don't panic and climb the top slowly but confidently with ASO. Only with ASO, too. So you've been able to get 800 uh- downloads with just ASO. Yes, yes. Uh, because uh, I want to point out that uh, Facebook paid campaigns or other paid campaigns are not profitable for for not all apps, but I mean for kids apps mostly because kids apps uh, have a very low L- LTV. So it's not simply not profitable for you. So we can do our living only with ASO. And that's why I'm talking about that you need to make a high quality product, high quality app. So uh, parents, uh, for example, they can start telling other parents to download your app. Editors can feature you. So this will give you some downloads and this will increase your weight in App Store, so it also helps uh, to increase uh, your keywords uh, rankings. Um, uh, what else? And ah, yes, uh, what I also want to say that it is easier uh, for making ASO and do living with ASO if you started not this year, but like th- three or four years old. So you have this like good history in App Store and some downloads. I don't know how um, easy it is to uh, get the good ASO nowadays if you launch the app now. Actually, I can tell you because I had a little experience. I tried to help uh, one guys to increase downloads. So I, I tried to increase downloads in US and Russia. And I get, I got the success in Russia, but not in US. Mm. For some reason, all ASO tips are not working in US. They didn't work for me in US. I don't know why. Even Mexico localization tip, apps mm-hmm. uh, just refused to rank my keywords, even the, the, if there is about 100 apps. Interesting. Interesting. I do know that it's, it's still working for us with a lot of our clients using some of these tricks. And I think with ASO, the one tip that I will give the audience is, what if the opposite was correct? Assume that ASO is constantly changing. So things that were working back in the days where you're like, oh, you know, all the assumptions that we've made, right? What if the opposite was correct? And so start thinking through that and start testing through that. And just don't always assume that things are 
just because we had these like really long app names or we stuff these keywords or we do a certain way, you know, try different things. Otherwise, you won't discover new things because I felt like a friend of mine gave me a really awesome tip and I felt like, I was like, man, I should have known this too. I should have been testing this, but I didn't. And so my philosophy nowadays is like, okay, what if the opposite was correct? Now that we got it to a certain point, like for one client, we got it from 80 to now like 300, 400 downloads. And my goal is to get reach you all time, like try to get it to 800, 500 is my next goal. But like what, you know, I have to try different things and some things didn't work. Like some things dropped the downloads. I was like, oh shit, let's put it back in. Right. (laughs) So like, it's just, you have to test a lot with this. All right. Go ahead. You want to add? Uh, Yeah. I, I want to say that it is kind of risky if you have only one app and you're living uh, depends on this app. That's true. So yeah, you should be careful with those experiments. Well, it's a great transition into what I want to get into next with you, Altai, is how do you get those conversions? Because your app is freemium. People can download the app for free, but obviously you have in-app purchases. They're all non-consumable that people can buy. It looks like there's books that people can buy too. So I want to talk about conversion and sales with you. But before I do, I want to thank my sponsor. Look, Altai talked a lot about ASO, how he's been able to grow his downloads from just five when you first launch it to now over 800 using ASO. And one of the tools that I've been recommending a lot lately is AppRadar. They came on a sponsor, they revamped their software and their tool, and now they're giving a, they have this free plan that gives you up to 200 keywords for absolutely free so that you can do keyword research on. So like Altai said, hey, you got to look at the keyword research. You got to look at the traffic. You got to look at the difficulty. And he also said it too, if you guys picked up on it, how many apps are showing up for that keyword? Because that's what I do sometimes when I look at a difficulty I'm like, that's really high, but the number of apps is very low. So I have to think I could probably rank for this keyword. And so even if the score, difficulty score says really high, I'm still going to go after it if there's only a hundred or less apps that are showing up for that keyword. Sometimes they're branded keywords, but sometimes they're not. And so I'm always going to test those keywords out. And with app radar, you can see all that data. You can track all your keywords and you can explore and put some competitors to see what they're actually using as well. It's one of my favorite tools. Oh, one of the best tools. I don't do this as much, but I'll tell you, you might need this is you can change your different localizations within app radar. So your Russian localization, your German localization, your English, your Spanish, Mexico, you can do that all within app radar and it will get pushed out to app store connect. So it's trying to give you a great ASO workflow and also get it up and pushed into the app stores without you having to copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste and all that. Again, it is appradar.com. They have an online chat. Do me a favor. If you do sign up for them, just put in the online chat to say, hey, I heard you guys on the App Masters podcast. So I get a little love from them as well to let them know that their ads are working. Once again, it is appradar.com. All right, Altai. So next thing I want to talk about is conversions. Talk to me about your, maybe the tests that you've run or the sales and how you've been able to really get users to then become customers. Sure, sure. <clears throat> so... Uh, when we started, we had only four books, two for free and two paid books. So uh, we didn't get too much from it. Uh, but then we started adding new books uh, and so on, so on. So now we have about uh, 16 books, two, th- three are for free and uh, others 13 are paid. So uh, what I found uh, if, uh, for example, mm, not all kids, because mostly kids uh, decide which books they want to read, 
and they ask parents to buy some books. So I found that not, not all books uh, are uh, buying, people not buying all, all books. So they, they decide which books to buy. Uh, and also they found some parents found it's very expensive because you need to pay usually about two bucks for each book so what we what we thought about what if we add a bundle like uh, with a discount for four books so we added this bundle and this increased our incomes dramatically and we said oh yes that's that's a good idea and then we we went further and we decided uh, uh, we we thought what if we add a bundle for all books with a much bigger discount fifty percent discount and this helped us uh, double our incomes. Wow! Uh, and now we're looking at uh, subscriptions. I think it also might increase our incomes. Uh, but uh, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, to add those subscription models, but we're working on it as well. I love how you did it. The tier model, sorry, the tier model, so like four books for X amount of dollars, but then all books for just a little bit more. And just, I'm sure like once you add the all books, people are probably buying a lot of the all books rather than the four books because then it's yes. like, now you have something to compare it to. That's AB kind of comparison. Yes, yes, yes. We also have a, oh, another bundle for three books, and it is, much, it is a bit popular uh, than the four books bundle, but the all books bundle is a leader for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you need that smaller bundle to make the bigger bundle way more attractive, right? Like I, that's my psychology uh, mm -hmm. out of it because it's like if you just see a bunch of books and then this all books, you're like, mm, I'm not sure. But then if you see these other bundles, you're like this is a way better deal than some of these bundles too. Yes. And you also can, you can compare discounts for right. all those uh, four and three books bundles. They have 15% discount. And this all books bundle uh, has 50 percentage. Awesome. Great discount. pricing trick, man. I love that. Yeah. Actually, that wasn't a trick. We just, we just thought that it might work. <laughs> And it worked. Oh, I've done it as a trick, and so it do, it does work. <laughs> the 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 other thing I want to get into is you have beautiful designs for all your in-app purchases. Have you done anything around ASO for your in-app purchases and the namings on that? Uh, well, actually, the design doesn't matter for ASO, but you know, Apple uh, they have this in-app purchases um, promotions. Yep. You can promote your in-app purchases in App Store. And you can set the name and description. And uh, recently I found that the name uh, is indexing not, not really well. But a uh, few months uh, before, uh, one ASO guy told me that I need to try it again because now in-app uh, purchases uh, are ranking really well. Yeah. So I renamed uh, my uh, bundle names in App Store. I changed, like uh, I changed uh, old books to old books for kids. So we now can uh, get two positions for uh, the keyword the books for kids in App Store search results. So we have, uh, as I remember, fourth and fifth position for this keywords nice. for this keyword, and actually. I also found that 
you can index uh, also for the word books for the word kids so i think it is working like your regular uh, app name yep so if you have uh, non consumable uh, in app purchases you you need to to work on it and also localize uh, your uh, in-app purchases names because in Russia I also noticed a boost for my keywords. Have you tried instead of like all books? Like, does it, it could be fun books, but it has to be all right. You have to have the word all in there. Yes, but I I left it only for the all books bundle. But we also have four books bundle. And I renamed it, renamed it to Reading Books for Kids. <laughs> I see the so three-book now... bundle as bedtime stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ask, because I, I know it does work, but I want to make sure you know it's working for you as well. That's why I love doing the podcast, just to make sure things that I know work back in the day still work. Cool. Is there anything that you want to cover that I might have missed, Altai? Hmm... Well, well, yes. I want to point out again that apps quality really matters because uh, recently, recently, uh, Google they posted an article when they where they said that they will uh, reward high quality apps uh, better in uh, search results. So they are looking for uh, low crashes low ANR errors, uh, good conversions, uh, low uninstalls, and so on. Yeah. So, uh, and also, it will help you to get the featuring, the high quality. And also, and also, if we're talking about App Store, App Store editors could invite you to the secret meeting and that that <laughs> this is uh, this happened to us, so uh, we were able to talk with editors and other Apple Apple stuff. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, on that yeah, note, l- let me ask you this. Then let's break it down because you know people can always say let's got to make a high quality app. How did you determine that your app was high quality? Did you test it with kids? What were you doing besides making it look beautiful to make sure that it mm. looked up to an Apple standard high quality? <laughs> well, it's easy to say for kids apps because kids means very very colorful, very eye catching. So I just looked with my eyes and I, and I see, <laughs> I see this, this, uh, that our app is uh, a quality app. It's not easy to define if it is quality or not. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think there's a big problem, especially if you have a big uh, creative background experience for myself. I'm talking about myself. Right. So I know, I know what is eye-catching and what is not. Love it. Well, I mean, I think it is all design oriented. When clients come to me and say, hey, you know, I want to try to get that feature. That's a number one I think I look at. I'll tell you, it's just like, how well is it designed? And you're right. It's like, you have to sort of just have an eye for it by playing around with a lot of apps. You see what works, what doesn't, how the top grossing apps are doing things. You know, you just got to play around with a lot of apps. And visually, your apps obviously are very, very appealing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And you've gotten- uh, actually- 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, let, let me say one more thing that you should know that App Store is about the design in the first place. So design matters in App Store, mostly than on Google Play, yes. I guess. Yes, okay. I agree, man. The, and you also have a YouTube channel that talks about ASO, but all in Russian. What made you yes, want to launch yes. this? <laughs> yeah, 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 you can uh, leave a, a link to my yes, channel, maybe, because you, I think you have some Russian-speaking listeners, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was inspired by, by you. Oh, cool, man. That's <laughs> awesome. You inspired me a lot in ASO field. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. Well, congrats on everything. I am going to link it up. Do you want to give it a plug? Like for those who in Russia, like how do they search for, because there's this Russian word, ASO, and then. Uh, okay, okay. Let me say a few words in Russian. Okay. So Russian guys, вам надо найти в поиске по запросу ASO секреты. И все, и там будет легко. I love it. Okay. <laughs> this is so awesome you know i gotta get more people who because i was looking at the youtube analytics and i know like us is obviously number one but then there's morocco and india I gotta get more people from international like well this is all like we're all one you know that's why i feel like we're all one and we're all connected and you're in russia but like i feel connected to you too so like it is i gotta do more of that this is really cool well we gotta do some more stuff together on YouTube's too, but congrats on everything. Congrats on how you've, have you been able to, this is a personal question for me. Have you been able to like sort of balance all the YouTube content creation versus like working on your apps? And for me, you know, maybe like working on client stuff, how have you been able to balance all that stuff? Oh, actually it's hard because now <laughs> I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm working on, um, so I, I don't know, maybe, you know, uh, there was, there was, um, ASO conference in Berlin yeah, recently mm -hmm. in Germany. I was there and I recorded a few speakers. So now my, my task is to translate those uh, topics and post them on YouTube. And this is really time consuming. <laughs> so so it's, it, is, it is hard, yes. I just can't say it's hard. Alta, the, the hack that I figured out too was there's such great content being shared on the podcast, right? Like you and I were talking about like, is this going to be on YouTube? Is this going to be on a podcast? And it's all audio only, but I'm like, you know what? Like I know that my YouTube audience is not the same as my podcast audience, right? And so I think my YouTube audience is a little bit bigger, like from a subscriber perspective. So I was like, I should just pull content, like your content, like your tips about how you got featured, your ASO tricks, your bundle, and then pull them on YouTube. So I'm like, oh, here's my, what my friend Altai told me in this podcast interview. So if you want to listen to the podcast, go link, you know, go check it out. But here's what he told me about how he's been able to double his down his revenues just by putting this bundle together and here's how it looks like i'm like duh that's an obvious thing to do right so that's how that's how <laughs> i'm figuring out how to create more youtube content because there's such great content being shared on podcasts that i'm not actually sharing on youtube so just sort of like repurpose content in a way yeah but you have two channels youtube and podcast and right. i have only one channel so I don't have this opportunity as you have. Right. Well, hack it, man. <laughs> Start okay. a podcast I, in I, Russian, man. I also want to point out that I'm based in Estonia. And awesome. our team is working remotely. So mo most uh, members are located in Russia. But myself and my company is registered in Estonia. And I also 
want to say one tip for your listeners uh, how the editor uh, uh, in apps or how the editor uh, gets your uh, proposal for featuring. So it only depends on the country your company is registered. So, for example, if you registered in Russia, then when you fill this form, it will go to Russian editor or for to the editor who is responsible for Russia and maybe some other countries. For me, I registered in Estonia, so my proposal will will see the editor who is responsible for Europe. Mm-hmm. So, so just I want to let you know. So I think for US developers, it might be easier to get a feature in US because I think their proposal will go to US editors. Yep. That's uh, how, how it works. Absolutely true. Well, I'm going to be in Barcelona soon. So I will, by the time this comes up, I'll already been there. But I'll tell you, before we hit the big finish, I do want to take my last sponsor, Adjust. Look, you guys all know, heard about them. If you're looking for a mobile analytics tool that can help you figure out where are these conversions coming from when you're running paid an acquisition, where are they coming from? How are they going down? So the cool thing about Adjust is that they're not just going to tell you like your CPI for a given platform. They're going to tell you all to the nuts and bolts, the events that happen afterwards. Did it lead to a conversion? Did it lead to a subscriber? They're going to give you all that data. And they got some amazing, they're trusted by so many freaking companies. I'm super excited to have them on because it's such a big company that they believe in our mission of creating this content, sharing it worth the world. So go check them out. And they're going to also help you out. And big thing that I actually a new thing that i just figured out was fraud there's a lot of ad fraud and so they're going to help you with some of that fraud prevention too especially for the bigger companies out there who are spending a lot of money that's what they need to keep an eye on so go check them out it is adjust.com let them know that you heard on this podcast but they're a great analytics tool if you're looking for an analytics tool and you want to get beyond google analytics you want to get more data and you're like what the hell is this google analytics data you want to get beyond that it is adjust.com Altai, this has been absolutely amazing, but let's go to the big finish. So besides your app, what is one other app we should check out? Oh, besides my app, that's a tricky question. <laughs> you should check our next app, which is developing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, because uh, when I answered on, on the question, what is my favorite app before the, our podcast, I wrote my app. Because this is the only app I'm thinking about. Uh, this is my life. This is a big part of my life. Do you have kids? Actually, no. That, that, that's a fun part. I have no kids. But I love kids and I want to have kids. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, hey, it's a, fair, yeah. it's a fair answer. What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? Uh, longest to learn? Uh, I think uh, it is... Uh, just like uh, as, I, as I said before, don't don't panic. So, for uh, for example, like I wanted to to have a great incomes in one year, even in uh, the half of year. But the, the reality is different. So you should be not so ambitious, but still be ambitious. So you had this high goal for you. Uh, but uh, you should be, you should stay calm even if you didn't reach your goal. Uh, that's totally okay. Yeah. You just, you, you, you have to continue what you love to do. And don't beat yourself up if you did it. 
Like keep striving. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's a great reminder. Something I have to remind uh, myself. I tend to yeah. beat myself up. Uh, one of my friends told me, oh, is this what you, is just one year left and you, you didn't get anything. You, you need to uh, find some other businesses. But I said, no, no, man. I put so much effort in my app and, and now you want me to give up? No way. Yeah. And that. he was wrong. <laughs> I love those have friends. I'm like, I just remember, I just, you know, for me, like I'm, I'm a pretty competitive guy and I just think about these things all the time. So like I had one boss that I just want to be like, mm, you know, like F you, man, I did it. Like, you know, everything. Like, I like having those people who kind of push me because I need enemies for me to like operate because I need that. Like, mm -hmm. They push me a lot more than I can push myself. Awesome. Yeah. All time. This is amazing, man. The app is called Little Stories Bedtime, Little Stories Bedtime Books. The website, if you want to check them out, and the new app that's going to be coming out is Divio Media, D-I-V-E-O Media.com. Go check them out there. Altai, you want to send the audience anywhere else if they want to connect with you personally? Say thank you. Um, of course, I wanted to say thank you. If you want to connect me, hmm, you can connect me with the Skype. You, you can leave my Skype Okay. Uh, profile. I'll do better. I'll put your Twitter profile and your LinkedIn. Yeah, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. No, put LinkedIn because Twitter is a corporate. Okay, cool. I'll account. put your LinkedIn profile. That's always yes. the guest name is always linked up to their whatever what they want to be reached out to. So definitely do that. Reach out to him if you're in Russia or you speak Russian. You can reach out to him as well. Check out his YouTube channel. That'll be linked up into the show notes as well. Altai, thank you so much for coming on and doing this, man. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate it. I really glad to be here with you yeah me too man all right yeah well, thank you all for I, I wish i wish we we can uh, meet each other in real life yes soon. dude we'll come i'm gonna be in barcelona come but i will try uh, to make my way around the world well i might be berlin in december so maybe you'll be mm -hmm. there maybe not but i'm not sure about barcelona because i i was there one uh, last month <laughs> alright brother well soon enough I'm sure we'll all see hopefully we'll I'll get to meet every single person and thank you so much I don't even know how to end this thank you all for listening we'll see you on the next chat <laughs> okay thank you too have a good day thanks Steve. man okay, bye thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast for show notes and amazing app marketing content check out appmasters.co